Good afternoon, everyone. My name is Mike Johnson with PayActive, and I'm excited you're here today to learn more about the trends that we're seeing when it comes to recruiting and retaining employees during this time. Today, we're gonna to talk about ways to optimize recruiting strategy, keep new and returning employees for the long-term, and the role that on-demand pay has in a post-COVID world. You will be on mute throughout the presentation, but I wanna invite you to submit questions to the Q&A section, which can be found at the bottom of your Zoom toolbar. Our goal today is to present for about 20 minutes and a lot for about 10 minutes for Q&A at the end in an effort to get you out of here in about 30 minutes. All right, so with that, let's get started. All right, so to start us off, we're gonna talk about the current state of the workforce and the state of its employers. Because never before have we seen such disruption in such a short amount of time with almost no warning. It's hard to imagine that just a couple of months ago, we had a booming economy with record low unemployment rate of three and a half percent. You know, our biggest problem was how are we gonna fill all these open positions? And then we fast forward to today and we take a look at the workforce and it's unrecognizable. Employees who felt that they had a stable job in financial security back in February are now facing a different reality. You know, they face financial stress, low morale, depleted resources, and an uncertain future. And to see the impact that this has, has had on our workforce, look no further than these numbers from a recent Pew Research study. You know, 43% of middle-income households have lost at least one job and had their income reduced, while 54% of low-income households have experienced the same impact, which roughly means that an astounding one in two households have seen their savings and financial security vanish. As proof of that, in that same study, 26% of middle-income households reported that they would not be able to pay their bills in April, and more than double that amount at 54% of lower income households reported they would not be able to pay their bills in April. And we should expect both of these numbers to increase here in May. This emphasizes what studies have shown us over the last few years, that despite a strong economy, 80% of households were living paycheck to paycheck which is reflected here as these numbers add up to exactly 80. You know, our own survey was conducted during COVID. And in that survey, it shows that employees are increasingly worried about their finances more so than anything else. Of the 12,000 users that responded, 82% of them said they were more concerned about their finances than their own health during this pandemic. And of course, the workforce is not the only one suffering, as employers are now grappling with the new realities brought on by this crisis. With revenues diminishing, companies are looking at cost reductions everywhere they can. And the hardest decisions always involve your employees. A reduction to budgets mean that many employees are being laid off or furloughed. And this leaves employees unhappy. They're unhappy with their employers and now companies are worried about the impact that that's gonna have on their ability to bring those employees back. And also they're concerned with the effect that this is going to have on their remaining workforce. And despite this reduction in budgets to benefits and awards, 
your remaining employees are still looking for you to help them guide them through this crisis. And now there are new rules and restrictions that employers have to account for, not only to improve the safety of the public, but also that of your employees. As any job with public exposure now becomes more difficult to hire for. You know, we see this highlighted by a recent survey in the hospitality industry. It shows that only 6% of those laid off in hospitality intend to seek employment in that industry again. This alarming stat signals that while there are many jobs out there, or there are many people without jobs out there, it'll be a challenge to fill certain positions. But there are signs that we're moving past this phase of the crisis. And now employers need to start thinking about their strategy for recruiting and rebuilding their workforce and retain those employees they have while implementing new policies and procedures. And now with 26 million people unemployed, your talent pool is now suddenly much, much bigger. The recruiting needs and strategies that you had coming into 2020 are now outdated and it's time to pivot and adapt to a post-COVID environment to address the issues that we just laid out because local economies are starting to reopen and we're starting to see that there is light at the end of the tunnel. And with that light comes an opportunity to recruit and hire back the best employees possible. So let's talk about ways to optimize your recruiting strategy and take advantage of this deep, deep talent pool. Since everything has changed, you know, let's talk about what will candidates be looking at now moving forward because candidates won't be asking the same questions or deciding on the same factors that they were at the beginning of the year. They will be looking at your employer brand and they're gonna ask questions like, how did you respond to COVID? What did you communicate to employees and to customers? And did your brand stay true to its values in a crisis? As these candidates will be wary of any company that did not respond well to the crisis. And in addition, Candidates will also be looking at your benefit offerings and they're gonna see, do these offerings meet my current needs in a post-COVID world? Who are these benefits changed for and are those changes applicable to me? Because while a 401k is an amazing benefit, for a family of four with an hourly wage of $18 an hour, you know that can be a luxury benefit to offer. So expect candidates to look at more than just traditional offerings. And lastly, Candidates will be looking at your culture and they'll want to know what measures have been taken since COVID. Have you communicated what those measures are and what has been the response? Because after being isolated for weeks at a time, candidates will be looking for strong cultures because they want those strong cultures to help them with the anxiety of not only dealing with the pandemic, but also with that that comes with starting a new job. So now that we've identified what candidates will be looking at, let's take a look at what we should be offering them. And the first thing we want to address is empathy, right? So we want to empathize because candidates have been dealing with fear and uncertainty for months now, and they will want to feel that you're listening to them. They'll want to be heard and they're going to want to help. They want you to help them minimize their fear by offering them a safe environment to come work in. And second, as employers need to realize, realize that 
you know, traditional benefit offerings, you know, they're not going to work anymore. And while perks like a discounted lunch or a free lunch, even hot yoga, may have been attractive in the past, employees are going to prioritize financial wellness tools to reduce their stress and anxiety levels. And your benefit offerings should reflect this change. In fact, a recent MetLife survey found that employees are more concerned about their finances than any other aspect of their well being. This includes both physical and mental. So, this is very similar to the results of our own survey. So, as employees look at where they want to work in a post COVID world, they're going to want an organization that really maximizes on their financial wellness. I expect employees to look for companies with a strong culture and a strong sense of community. You know, remember, if they were laid off or if they've been working from home, that these are important characteristics and you should demonstrate these throughout your hiring process and it should be reflected in your offering. Now, the second part that we wanna to touch on today, it has to do with retention, right? Because this is an area that we're gonna see become a huge priority. Right, and the reasons why is because, you know, we're gonna one, look for company stability, but it's also gonna be much more difficult adapting to a hiring process that's probably gonna become mostly virtual from here on out. All right, so while retention issues do vary across organizations, there's usually significant overlap to the underlying problems. And I wanna share some of the common issues with you that's a threat to your retention rate. All right, and the first thing we'll talk about is kind of a limited or a broken process, right? And what I mean is, you know, as you're probably aware, you know, that first 90 days of employment is that period of time with the highest turnover rate. You know, one in five employees will not make it to that 90th day. Since this is that most vulnerable time for you, the employer, it's time that we reevaluate this process and see what tools can be utilized to improve the likelihood that that employee and that new hire makes it path past the 90th day. You know, and low productivity is another threat to retention as it's gonna have a negative effect on engagement in your culture. One of the biggest culprits to low productivity is financial stress, which accounts for 15 to 20 hours per month of lost productivity. That's almost half a work week. You know, and last but not least, employees don't feel appreciated. You know, if they're working from home, they may be feeling disconnected. They may even feel forgotten about. And if they're coming into work every day, they're probably putting their own health at risk to do so. You know, and while total rewards budgets have certainly been reduced or maybe getting reduced, you know, it's, it's all about recognizing and rewarding employees. And because we know that was vital before COVID, and we know that that's gonna to continue to be vital in a post COVID world. So addressing these issues should really be your priority over the next 30 days. As our economy starts to evolve and stabilize, just focus on these three goals. You know, reduce, reduce your turnover rate, you know, which this is probably a good time for me to plug offering on-demand pay, right? Because think about it, new hires you know, now more than ever are going to need access to funds on day one. As we've already established, more than half of them are now going to be behind on their bills. So let them access their wages. This way they can focus on their training and make it through onboarding. Let's get them past that 90th day. And if you have successfully reduced their financial stress 
then it's all about, you know, engage. You know, we want to see increases in engagement from employees. And this is going to reflect in better care for patients and better service for your customers. This engagement is going to be the key, the key to building strong communities with great culture where everyone feels valued and appreciated. All right, so let's focus on on-demand pay. You know, what is this role in, in a post-COVID world? You know, because as we mentioned today, employees who have their finances in order, you know, the ability to pay bills on time, maybe a savings account, an emergency funds, et cetera, they're often in a better position to put their energy and focus on work, be more engaged and stay productive. And on the other hand, an employee who struggles financially might be unproductive because they're dealing with money matters during work. They might also be stressed and disengaged. And this can cause a ripple effect throughout the rest of your staff. All right, so let's take a look at this slide, which tells a story. This slide tells the story of employees who are living paycheck to paycheck, which we know now is 80% of the workforce. And we got these stories from employees that are just like yours. And if you've ever lived paycheck to paycheck, or you know someone who does, you'll be able to relate to the stress and the suffering and the faces of these employees every day. Because the only difference between these employees and, our, and your employees is these employees have been given relief. Relief from unnecessary suffering. Because now they all have access to their earned wages. And they can access their earned wages when they need to. And that's what our purpose is. Our purpose is to eliminate unnecessary suffering. We can't eliminate suffering, but we can eliminate unnecessary suffering. And when you give employees access to their earned wages, you're telling them they no longer have to pay predatory loans. They no longer have to pay overdraft fees. They no longer have to pay late fees. You give them peace of mind and you reduce their stress levels. And when you do that, you'll see that retention increases significantly. Over 81% of our users say they are more likely to stay with their employer because they're offering pay active. And that number was a pre-COVID number. Or we should probably refresh the survey and see in a post-COVID world what that number looks like. All right, because pay active provides on-demand access to earned wages. So they can access those between paychecks and we offer solutions to help our users regain control over their finances. We're gonna improve their financial wellness as early as the first day of work. All right, because pay active actually means activate your pay. And when you look at our suite of products and services, you'll see that that's the approach we take to our platform. Because we have a variety of ways to access your wages because there is no one size fits all model. As some employees may have bank accounts and some may not. Some employees are gonna want immediate access to funds. They have an emergency, while others might be able to wait a day or two. So we allow users to access pay by loading funds onto third-party cards, transferring funds directly to bank accounts, even picking up cash at Walmart locations. We offer bill pay to over 90,000 billers. So employees can avoid late fees and service charges, fees when they go into a store to pay a bill. And our savings and budgeting tool 
will help employees save money every pay period by moving it automatically onto a card or into an account of their choice. And we've integrated services with companies like Uber and Amazon. Both of these companies require cards to access their services, but our users don't have cards. So our integration removes that barrier for those employees. And we link those services directly to their earned wages. All right, so Uber actually launches in our app and it doesn't even require the user to have an Uber account or have to sign up for one. And this helps to eliminate one of the biggest challenges for employees, which can be simply just getting to work. And while initially we integrated with Amazon, so our users can take advantage of the discounts they offer, but over the last 45 days, it's become the preferred method to shop as it's a contactless solution for our users. Now our users can also access prescription discounts through our app and it saves our users on average $61 per prescription. And this also works with over-the-counter items as well. And one of the most important features we have is financial counseling. And in a post-COVID world, you're gonna see priority shift as we've talked about all to finances. So we want to improve the savings, improve financial education, and get our users and your employees rebounding back from their financial losses. You know, and PayActive also offers an amazing awards feature, and it lets employees earn rewards that they can then redeem back for cash value through the PayActive app. All right, so PayActive is really a win-win for both employers and employees as there's a, it's no cost to an employer to offer this to employees and a minimal fee to the employee. All right, this is a tool that will drive up engagement and improve retention by an average of 36%. You know, with almost 1,500 clients now offering PayActive in over 20,000 locations, you know, we've seen the value we deliver and we know the impact that we can make now more than ever. Because COVID-19 has really brought a new standard for employers to uphold. You need to pay attention to your employees' financial stress. We need to create care and community at work, and we need to fight for those on the front lines. So how are you planning to combat fear and uncertainty in your organization? We certainly hope is to join these other amazing companies and offer this essential tool and benefit to your employees, especially in this time of need. You remember, employees want you to be honest, be supportive, and be proactive throughout this crisis. All right, so I want to thank you everyone for joining today. I also want to open it up for questions and answers that you can submit through the Q&A feature at the bottom of the Zoom meeting.